This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. And unfortunately, the uh, other host, Lance Wankerly, is um, in Florida at the moment for his mom's 60th birthday in Key West. And so he brought his lady there. They're in Key West. And there's this big festival, this like gay swinger festival, like sex festival called Fantasy Fest going on that I don't think they knew was going on the same time they scheduled her birthday. So it'll be interesting to find out what happened when the Wackerlies go to this sex festival in Key West. So next week, episode 95, we'll hear all about this from Wackerly and find out what happened. But this week, episode 94, I have a special guest to fill in as my co-host here, Sick and Wrong, someone I've been wanting to have on the show for quite some time. It actually managed to happen, so I'd like to introduce uh, Bob Madigan. What's up there, Bob? Not much, dude. Hey, I'm glad you actually made it into the show. Yeah, well, uh, uh, you had to pick me up. <laughs> well, you know what? The last time I had you, I, I, I arranged for you to come on the show. I don't know if you got lost taking the bus over here to the Tenderloin. Do, do you come to the Tenderloin very much? It has to do with a lot of uh, foggy memory. But do you remember last time? Did you come down? You took the bus. You came down here. You went. Did you go to the right building or the wrong building? I walked around and I buzzed people's buzzards. And I'm like going, hey, man, I don't know what's going on. You're lucky you didn't get kidnapped by all the homeless people. No kidding. I mean, well, no, I'm already like close to one of them, so they've already kidnapped me. <laughs> well, no, I'm surprised they didn't like try to get you to join the group or something. No, uh, what is that? Gaba gooba, gaba gooba. Yeah, one, one of, of us. us, one of us. That's <laughs> why I kind of figured. Like, I'm, I'm sure people kind of thought that you're just part of the neighborhood. I am. You come down the tenderloin much? No. No? Is it just too shady? But I'm still part of the neighborhood. Yeah, no. I, seriously, I think you fit in the neighborhood better than I do. Yeah. I, I mean, try to make it more colorful. You can mingle with the bums, and they're just going to be like, hey, what's up? You're one of us. Uh, bums? Why do you call them bums? I don't know. Homeless? Hobos? Well, what do you call them? I just call them Mom special people that, uh, you know, sometimes... That are addicted to crack? Maybe, and sometimes they may get you stoned. <laughs> yeah, no, and then that could work. I'm always nervous, though, about smoking one of their pipes because, dude, think about the diseases. What you do is you take your sleeve and you wipe it, and then you fucking take a big draw, and then you hand it back, and you don't have any problems. Yeah, I guess if you wipe it off. I don't know, man. Your sleeves look pretty dirty, so... So, uh, Bob, you know, I'm glad to have you on the show, and it's great that you're filling in here for episode 94 of Sick and Wrong. I imagine, is this the first time that you've ever been on, like, an internet radio show? Um, I've been on one other one, but um, I still feel like a virgin for the very first time. <laughs> you're kind of being touched for the very first time here. No, you know, you were on Rampage for years, so it's like, right. this is nothing new. Pretty right. much the same thing, just no death metal every two seconds. Well, yeah, that was the thing. You're, you had constraints. You could only play X amount of kind of music. And then talk and about bullshit for a And it should be freeform, and you should be able to say, hey, you know what? The new Crash Worship record isn't um, um, uh, death metal, but... We can still play it anyway. Right. And yeah. then on the other side, everyone else is saying, well... 
we're given Saturday nights and um, we should be able to play this kind of music. And, um, you know, in a way, it's kind of, I can see both sides of well, the picture. It, what you're talking about, we used to do a show called Rampage Radio. You can go check out the website if you want to see some uh, hilarious pictures of me back in the day when I used to have dreadlocks. Yeah, we want to see them. Rampageradio.org. You can go check it out. It's the old radio show we used to do. It's on KUSF 90.3 FM from like 2 to 8 in the morning. And I swear to God, dude, 2 to 8 in the morning, that was a difficult shift. You got to admit. I agree. Without drugs, it was hard to do. I agree, and but then on the other hand, you gotta say, you've gotta say that um, death metal and like punk rock needed a certain time slot, and it sucks that they had this attitude. Had to do it in the middle of the fucking night, right? Yeah, but hey, you know, I mean, we had a lot of but, fans. But but think about who the fans were. They were nothing but tweakers, tweakers and, cab and cab drivers, drivers and strippers. Man. Yeah, and a couple prostitutes that listen to the show regularly and always called up being like, I want to hear some Maiden. So I used to play it, so it was all right. But, uh, you know, Bob, it's good to have you here on uh, Sick and Wrong. It's it's our Halloween show. It's good show. to be here. It's the Halloween show being that uh, tomorrow is Devil's Night, Halloween on Wednesday. My and, mom's uh, birthday. Is Devil's Night? Yep. Oh, that's interesting. October 30th is could my be the mom's son of birthday. Satan. October 30th. They wanted to call me Damien, but they didn't. So, uh, Bob, are you doing anything for Halloween? You're dressing up as a cheerleader or something? Poly I dress class? up every day, man. I every don't, day is Halloween? I, I don't have a costume. Uh, sometimes I get dressed up, but I'm definitely not really going to go out of my way to put on a costume. Are you going to go to the Castro? No. You know, did you hear that they're shutting it down this year? Yeah. Do you think that's going to happen? I mean, yeah. people, you might remember well, last year. a little year, bit, because well, you won't be able to get off of the muni stations and the BART stations Are they there. blocking it off, uh, yeah. the, all the, yeah, the, BART, the public trans stations over there? Yep. Well, so you know what's interesting, people? I think we talked about it last year. On Halloween, like, thousands of people descend on Castro Street, and it's just mayhem. They're like, it used to be a you lot of fun. You can't find a bathroom. It's just a big waste of time, in my opinion. But it used to be a lot of fun. The gays and the trannies would be in all these crazy outfits. People I guess drink that's in the what you consider fun. <laughs> but now they kind of changed it, where it's like in the past few years, it kind of got sort of dangerous, like kind of ghetto. Like people were coming there and shooting each other. It's like a gang shootings and stuff like that. So I think they're shutting it down. Well, what did they do in uh, Dawn of the Dead when you see a zombie coming at you? I guess you got to shoot him. <laughs> I mean, and that's what happens. So, I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen on Halloween this year, but I think I might go down there just to go check it out. They're supposed to have like four times as many cops out. It's going to be it's going to be a riot. See, so that's why you party on the other side of town, because, you know, all the cops are over there. Yeah, you know, I heard some people might be moving it over the tenderloin, so it's lawless over here. We used to throw um, pumpkin park parties like the nights, the days, like in the afternoon at these different parks. We would like, you know, pull up with a, a generator and all of that and a PA system. When was this, like in the 80s? This was in the 90s. And um, Boom and all of us were down with it. And what we would do is we'd set up a gig like the day of, like, let's say the uh, gay pride parade. 
because we knew that the cops would, would be, be uh, at the parade. They would. They wouldn't be able to uh, ex- respond to a, a noise complaint. When was the last time you got arrested? Um, years ago. Thank God. Was it like uh, indecent exposure or something? Um, because you're yeah, always walking kinda, around naked. Well, no, I'm not walking around naked. You're performing just, naked sometimes. And so the cops not that very down. often. I don't know why they frown public, on that. Though. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> so, Bob, you know, I notice here you're not drinking beer. Typically, we drink MGD here on the show. You're drinking Correct. vodka. Well, what's up with that? Well, um, it seemed like everybody knew that I always had an extra beer. And um, I was giving away shitloads of beer, and, and then I got into debt, so I said, uh, you know what, I'm just going to stop drinking beer for a while. Well, you know, when I was talking to you on the phone, you said, you know, I'm not drinking beer anymore. And I'm like, what, are you sober now? Are yeah, you sober? well, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> looking In at fact, you, I wouldn't you're think looking so. at me, and you've been with me, man. You know what the deal is. Yeah, I can smell you over here. Definitely not sober. <laughs> <laughs> So so, what happened here? You just stopped drinking beer, cold turkey. Like, when's the last time you had a beer? About a month ago. Do you miss it? Um, not really. But I mean, how much were you drinking every day? I was drinking about a twelve pack and a uh, half a uh, half pint a day. Twelve pack of like High Life and a half pint a day. Twelve pack of Miller, and then a, a half pint of uh, Southern Comfort every day. Yeah. God, dude, that's insane. So, I know. So, I mean, how, how do, you, do you go to work drinking that? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Let's not even talk about work. Man. So what, what do you do well, for a living? I don't want to even talk about that. All right. Well, we'll say you're a professional drinker for a while. So now you're just moved on to vodka? Yep. And so it's just vodka, a pint of vodka a day? I'm trying to get myself out of debt. Well, you know, I mean, you got to be saving some money, though, if you're not drinking a 12-pack of beer a day. Right. Because a pint of vodka is like six bucks. Right. And people aren't going to be coming over there and bumming a beer every two seconds. So, I mean, you got to be saving some money. I am. That's not bad. So, a while ago, I remember we were on doing Rampage, and you told me that you get, like, your family, maybe your wife was going to do an intervention, and they didn't want you to drink anymore? Yeah, they all wanted to do that shit. And no way am I going into uh, something like that. Well, what, are, what were they trying to do? They were trying to, like, send you to rehab? Kind of. Yeah, that's what they wanted to do. And um, my things was, A, they're not going to allow me to smoke tobacco, which I'm not trying to uh, uh They stop. do that in rehab? They make you stop smoking cigarettes? Well, you, you, you get told when you can do that. And then the other thing was, like, uh, uh, B was... Um, they wouldn't let me have my seasoned salt there. You couldn't have seasoned salt? I don't think so. And I thought if so, I brought a pack in that was unopened and that they could give it to me. Well, they me, might have thought it was like some kind of drug, like powder drug, like cocaine or well, something. Well, that's what they would think. They think that you're like putting drugs in your uh, salt or something. And snaking it in? So how did you find out that they wouldn't let you have seasoned salt? You just heard about it? Um, Boom is the one that told me basically the whole thing. And uh, so, what <laughs> happened? You just <laughs> you ended up just being like, "I'm not going." I just said, "I'm not going, man." So, Bob, tell me about this. You've been doing uh, shows recently with Fluff Girl. I know you have a show coming up. Yeah, 
Do you have the flyer? It's around Yeah, here. I'm looking at this right here. It's what, What's weird about this is I didn't even know. You're playing a show on Saturday, November 10th. I guess uh, this is just for people that live in San Francisco because or Oakland, um, unless you want to come in from out of town. But it's over at Annie's Social Club, which is on uh, Folsom Street. Great club. Used to be the used covered wagon. Used to be wagon. the covered wagon. Yeah. And uh, you're playing with the Mentors. Yeah. Which I didn't even know they're still around. I don't know what the deal is with that. I don't know who's singing for them, but... Um, well, El Duce... We played the mentors on the show a couple of times. El Duce, like, he died... When did he die? Like, in the 90s? I would say in the 90s, yeah. He got hit by a train. He got hit by... That's how he died? Yes. Oh, that's crazy. And so this... The mentor... I mean, that dude was, like, notorious. He was crazy. He used to do some insane shit on stage. Right. And they used to wear the black hoods, and they did uh, you know, songs like um, uh, Golden Showers and uh, the 4F Club and all sorts of things. So I wonder if the band just kind of like found a new singer or if uh, Sicky Wifebeater is going to sing. I think that their attitude is, you know what? The mentors got to continue, and um, we all wore hoods in the first place, so let's just put someone else like to take over El Duce so we can go out and rock. Man, that's what my attitude about that. So we, I haven't talked to anybody in the Mentors, and they are friends of mine. But um, Have you seen them back in the day? Of course. See, I never got to see That was like a little before my time. I never got to see them play over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we toured with them, and uh, we did. I booked them at least three times, and... Uh, they were always a lot of fun, and um, that's all I so got to say. What's about the deal that. with the but woe mentors? Let, let's talk about the woe mentors. Yeah, that was about to ask you about that. What's the woe mentors? I don't even know that. All right, all right. The mentors cover band, the woe mentors, is going to be on the bill also. And uh, they wear like pink hoods and, um, you know, say things like, uh, uh, let me think. Uh, um, you know what it's like when a guy can't get it up? Blah, blah, blah. And so they're so, all female. Yeah. Would three you have chicks. Sex? Three chicks. What do they look like? Are they hot chicks? Like, would you have sex with any of them? Are they porn stars? They're, I can't have sex with any of them because I'm well, married. married but, but, I mean, let's say you weren't married. They, they're, they're hot chicks. Okay, well. You and know. they come out and go, you know, screw men. And lot, the same exact thing. It's all like thing. girl power. I, I, it's like a, a polar... Uh, opposite of the mentors right dude i'm gonna have to come check this show out for sure definitely what is so, that it's november 10th on a saturday over here in annie's social club so fluff girl when's the last time you guys played you guys put on one of the best shows i've ever seen and i think we put on one of your videos on our website we might have to put another video that we made when's the last show that you guys played i can't remember but <laughs> I know that our next show is uh, the mentor show. On uh, and, November 10th. Um, try to show up early because they're going to put us on early. And uh, hopefully we'll have like video and stuff to totally freak people out. Are you going to be wearing like meat panties? I know you. Who knows? How, how did you make those meat panties? Like what did you do? Did you you just... take, a, uh, take a little bit of sugar, let's of medicine, go down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, pe people like Bob wears various outfits when he performs. And I know one time I saw you were lighting your hair, you had your pubic hair on fire, you're wearing some kind of like mesh skirt or something. 
I don't know. But it's always a good time when Fluff Girl plays. So I, I might have to go check that out. Are you guys going to be playing with Frank Moore? That show was canceled. So, and I'd like to talk about this for a minute. Well, you know, a lot of people don't know who Frank Moore is. So All right. You got to go to the website, arrowplay.com. This guy oh. is a legend in the Bay Area. He's he's a, par- no, he's, he's a spastic. Apparently, he's-, he's not with the people that are booking shows. Well, so describe the show there, Bob. He's like okay. in a wheelchair. He's yeah. naked. He's got sex. cerebral palsy, and he has a, a, like, a group of people on stage performing with him and he used to do it at the Mabue Gardens ah I got the hiccups <laughs> for like uh uh years during the uh 70s I, and 70s and 80s Mabue Gardens was a venue here in San Correct. Francisco and so but part of his stage show he comes out in his wheelchair butt naked and the guy's like I mean seriously he's spastic can't move he's like cerebral palsy can't move his arms that well and he kind of sounds sort of like Chewbacca sort of like like that kind of that kind of thing. They have like a violin player, a drummer, and a bunch of naked chicks with big. It's bushes. always different. It's always like he has a throw together band every time, and sometimes they do have violinists and stuff. How, how come the girls are so hairy down there, though? Aren't don't they have like a huge bush? I don't know, but I've tried to set their hair on fire a couple times, and they. Had I mean, you're talking wolf away. pussy. It's just like a huge bush of hair down there. Man, it's like a Brillo pad. <laughs> but no, so is he still playing around town? I haven't seen anything about that well, guy for a while. He, 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 you just heard. You just said it, man. He had a show at the Mab, and they, they're not going to put it on. And they just they uh, ended They it. basically said, we don't want to book you to him and his people. And I think it's ridiculous and fucked. Yeah, that is bullshit, because that dude puts on a hell of a show. He'll play for like three hours. Right. I, you know, no, make, no, 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 no. He's done shows that lasted 24 hours and shit. Yeah, you got to go check out the website, com. And seriously, check out some of the videos. It's going to blow your mind. I remember I was on his radio show once, and I couldn't understand a word he was saying, but he has like an interpreter that speaks for him, so which is kind of cool. So is, is Boom going to be at the show? Boom's your brother. And Boom also used to do Rampage Radio. Is he going to be playing at the show with his band? What band? I thought Boom was in a band now called. Oh, like, he's uh, called uh, Lost Puppy. Something like that, right? I, I don't know what they're doing. To so, be honest. So yeah, have you seen Boom recently? How's he doing? I heard he like he's like, doing all right. I was thinking about something. asking him to come down here today with me. You know, I got to get him in on the show one of these days because yeah. we did the show for years over on Rampage Radio. And plus, Boom has just like a great radio voice. The guy is like this uh, kind of, kind of has a speech impediment sort of, but he comes across really well on the microphone, which is good. And plus, you guys have a history. I mean, you toured with Boom's band for years, right? Yep. What was that band that you were in back in Detroit? Boom and the Legion of Doom. Wait. Were you in the Legion of Doom? You were in a, a different band. I was a groupie. But I've got the... Um, what was your band back in Detroit, though? What Slaughterhouse was- and then Come Dumpster. Slaughterhouse and Cum Dumpster. Yeah, and that, that those was in are like the, the two 80s. major bands. I was in little offshoot things, but those are the two. So, you know, clear up a rumor for me. When you were in, was it Slaughterhouse, maybe it was Cum Dumpster, didn't you and Boom have a chance to do a menage a trois or something like that with some chick? 
I, I, you know what? Um, that was so long ago. I don't want to talk about it. But, <laughs> but I mean, but nothing <laughs> happened, man. I can tell so you. So nothing ended up happening. Was it Ever. boom that bu- that busted? I just think it's kind of interesting, though, that you do a menage with your brother. Um, I don't want to talk about it. We're not going to go there. All right, we'll 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 move on. But it, it was an interesting story. I remember it was way back in the day. So you probably kind of you know. The, Man, the memory's foggy back then. Boom talks a lot of poop, let's just say that. Well, I remember Boom was on the show talking about how you fucked up this whole opportunity to get this hot chick. No, it was me that said that. Oh, it was you? So it was Boom that actually ended up fucking that up? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just amazed that uh, a chick would end up having sex with two of you guys. But you never know. You never know when well, some drugs are involved. it didn't happen. So, so yeah. So, Bob, I saw a video recently online. And, you know, I don't know if you know this, because do you, how often do you ever go online? Oh, shit. <laughs> you just drop the vodka everywhere. Here, let me, you want me to get your towel? Yeah, we Hold need on a, a towel over here. So, uh, Bob, I noticed that there was a video I saw on YouTube that you're kind of like, there's a couple videos actually up there. There's There's one video that I saw that, was kind of funny. We're gonna have to post on the website. It looks like you're climbing on some kind of like concrete thing, and you fall over backwards and totally land on your head, just right on the ground. It, ha- it had to have hurt. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that happened at Baker Beach at one of the gun turrets. Were you doing it? What were you doing down there? Were you- well, here goes the deal. Um, they were all like sealed up in like plastic and stuff, and I unzipped the thing and. Uh, climbed on top of it and, um, and it was all on videotape yeah it was it was uh really greasy and i fell off of that i didn't hurt myself though but you fell pretty hard though like i did fall dazed. hard i was dazed for about three seconds and then snapped right out of it well, we're gonna have to uh put that video up on the site yeah so put it on it anyone wants to watch it how often they, do, you, do you ever go on the internet do you ever you ever go i don't there even it? know how to type so i don't go on the internet do I, you have a computer we have one at the house but what uh, about the internet porn there's all this porn on the internet like an I, endless I, source of porn i haven't seen it so haven't seen what it. kind of porn do you have just all videos yeah, and DVDs. But you don't even bother with the internet porn? No. See, what I like about internet porn is you can like look on internet porn for four hours, never see the same woman twice. Well, I guess. You know, my thing is, um, geez, I don't even know what to say about that. Well, you know, one day you might end up like kind of learning how to type, and you'll get to check out some of that internet porn. I know how to type on a manual typewriter but not on one of those it'll go like d d d d d and i'll go like whoa i only hit it one time and um that's the thing that screws me up that i've tried to figure out yeah you know the internet is a series of tubes it's difficult to figure out sometimes so there's another video where you're it's it's like a video someone put together it said bob madigan for president are you, do you know about this? I know who the guy that is that did it. All I have to say, though, is I haven't even seen it. Well, if you're running for president, me and Wackerly here in Sick and Wrong are fully willing to endorse you. Well, Frank Moore is running for president, and I'm not going to run against him. But, I mean, are you going to run against, like, Hillary Clinton and uh, Giuliani and all the uh, the other candidates? 
I couldn't even, you know, it's just stupid. Whoever, somebody put my name up there and said, hey, man, him for president. Would you want to run for president, though? No. No? I mean, I, I don't think it'd be, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure if you're qualified for the job. Man, but would you, you got to get up job? before fucking 11 o'clock if you're president. You do have to get up before 11 a.m. and deal with a lot of other stuff. Well, what do you think about a, you know, there's a good chance we might have a female president. Would you vote for Hillary Clinton? Um, you know what? When uh, um, Bill Clinton got his spot, um, I thought, look at this. This isn't a uh, uh, trophy wife over here. She's trying to, like, change um Healthcare plans and stuff. I thought I had no problems with her, honestly. Let's say though you weren't married, but I'm not a Democrat. Well, let's say you weren't married. Wait, Would let's you have talk sex about Dennis's Dennis Kucinich. Well, first, gotta answer my question. Would you have sex with Hillary Clinton? Would I? Yeah, let's say you're not married. You're single guy, and she's a, she's like got her legs spread open. She's like Bob, do me. Would you do it? No, I'm married. No, but I mean, if you weren't married. If I wasn't married, she'd have to have a shave. And you know she's got a slit, not a, a buttercup. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So Dennis Kucinich, he's the, uh, another, uh, is he independent or is he a Democrat? What is he? He's a Democrat. And, so he's and the, this is his second time voting and he saw UFOs and shit. Yeah, he's this uh, crazy candidate that's kind of like le from left field. He's a vegetarian. He's seen UFOs. Are you going to vote for him? Um, I, I, I might have to, but I don't know what's going to happen. You know, like for, for as far as Dennis Kucinich is, you know, let's just talk about this funny ass stuff that, you know, Shirley MacLaine re released a book and was saying that uh, Dennis Dennis Kucinich. <laughs> you can't even say his name. I don't know if you can vote I'll for him. I'll Dennis Kucinich w saw like a UFO that was triangular and took off into the air. Yeah, but we have a president right now that worships Jesus, says the Bible is the best book he's ever read. Is that that much crazier? Hey, Jesus talked to him twice. Yeah, I don't think forget did. that. Well, all I got to say, Bob, is I would vote for you if uh, you were running for president because I think you'd be better than most candidates, personally. I don't know. Well, uh, let's move on with the show here. Um, Bob, I don't know if you're familiar with the format of Sick and Wrong, but the way it usually works is uh, it's a contest here. We we kind of scour the internet, me and my co-host, for the most disturbing news items of the week. We present them here on the show. The audience votes. Winner gets a case of beer. Uh, we also throw in a listener submission, which we actually got a pretty good story this week from Wait, a listener. Wait, winner gets a case of beer? Who's that? Well, you'll see. I don't know. Your your story might win, and uh, I'll, I'll get you a case of beer if, if that's the case. Okay. But let me do a quick wrap-up from last week's show, episode 93. I did a story about a uh, bum that I ended up dropping off a truck and hit Why by, like, 20 cars. Why are you calling him a bum? Okay, a homeless guy. This guy was homeless. No, he's a bum. <laughs> All right, he's a bum, but he fell off a truck, and he got hit by, like, 20 cars, ended up dying. Uh, Wackily did a story about a dude who had an iron mask in Columbia, and a listener sent in a story about a company called Animal Care Solutions that chucked a bunch of dogs off a bridge. Well, uh, the listener spoke. I came in with 84 votes. Wackily came in with 66, and the listener had about 34 votes. So I won the case of beer this week, and when Wackily gets back from uh, Key West... He's going to owe me a case of beer. Well, well, you better invite me over. I'll invite you over. You can have some. 
Well, uh, for this I'm week, I'm not drinking beer. Oh yeah, well, if the, we'll make it vodka then, or yeah. uh, maybe a fifth of like Jack Daniels or something. Well, yeah. so for this week, let me, let me kick off the show with my story for uh, episode ninety four. So, um, Bob, you ever played tic-tac-toe? Yes, I have. Have you ever played tic-tac-toe on the back of a prostitute? No, I haven't. Well, the guys in this, in this story actually did. A knife pair played knots and crosses on a naked woman's back. It turns out knots and crosses, I think, is the British version of tic-tac-toe. Because they call like the... Knots would knots. be the X's. Well, I think the crosses would be the X's. Oh, yeah, well, knots is zero. Yeah. Two men used a knife to play knots and crosses on a naked woman's back. Uh, the 41-year-old victim was also raped and sexually assaulted during the 12-hour ordeal at her own home, which makes it even worse. Like, they didn't even take her to a hotel or something. They just did it in her own home. Well, they didn't have to spend any money. Yeah, actually, I guess they kind of saved some money there. The systematic and deliberate torture all took place. This, this is just to make men to rub salt on the wound. It all took place on her birthday. Hell of a birthday present. Charles Collins, 45, and Carrie Fairbrother, 21, pled guilty to wounding, sexual assault, and causing actual bodily harm. Fairbrother, who also admitted rape, was given an indeterminate jail sentence for public protection. Uh, he told him he'd have to serve at least six years behind bars after being considered for parole. Collins, on the other hand, was sentenced to nine years imprisonment. So uh, basically what happened, this was like an ordeal here. This happened, they abused this lady for a period of hours. So what ended up happening here, the woman was homeless or met Collins in a pub. That's what happened. She met the guy Collins in a pub. He claimed to be homeless. She allowed him to stay infrequently at her home. So I think this lady probably was kind of hard up. She met this dude in a in a bar, and he was homeless. And yeah, she was but like, she was drinking house. alcohol. So she was probably wasted when she invited him over. Could and be. so he introduced her to Fairbrother, who's a friend. He claimed that this guy, the 21-year-old kid, was his son, even though they're not related. Fairbrother, the 21-year-old, then started having a relationship with a woman. One evening last March, the pair fell asleep after having sex. In the early hours of the following day, Collins came into the bedroom laughing and saying, let's play knots and crosses. Little did she know she meant she was going to be the board for the game. Uh, he had a knife, and while Fairbrother held the naked woman's shoulders down, he began cutting into her back. Then he handed the knife into Fairbrother. Fairbrother was carving an O in her back. She was screaming, asking them to stop. Later that morning, when she commented on their behavior, Collins told her it was just for fun. It didn't mean anything. How pissed would you be if you met, like, let's say some chick, she got you all drunk, and she started playing tic-tac-toe on your back with a knife? Has that ever happened before? No, and, you know, there's no way you can uh, justify something like that. No, I mean, I don't even say how... I mean, what if she was like, it was just for fun, Bob? It was just for fun. No, it wasn't, and... I think they were trying to hurt her. I'm sure they were trying to hurt her. Well, Fairbrother went out to buy alcohol and some ecstasy tablets that day. After he returned, he subjected the woman to a violent and sexual attack where Collins, the other man, ended up joining in. Uh, Fairbrother, the younger guy, punched her in the face. She fell to the ground. He put his hands around her throat, and she was 
dragging her along the floor, while Collins, the older man, kept shouting, Go on, son, kill her. She was punched again and ordered to get on her knees, where he then performed a sexual act on the woman, which she described excruciatingly painful. A neighbor heard the screams, called the police, who broke down the door and arrested the defendants. Well, I don't know what you're asking me to say. I just know that that everything that you just told me is wrong. Well, I'm saying, do you think it's sick and wrong? It's sick and wrong. So what I'm what I'm wondering about this story is these two dudes were friends. And let's say you had a friend that was just completely insane and he was going to do this. Wouldn't you try to stop him? I like if this was going to happen and you're at a house and the guy's like, let's play tic-tac-toe on the back of this lady. I would be like, you know what? Fun's over. I'm out of here. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, Although, anybody would. But, I mean, has that ever happened to you where you're in a situation where you're like, where I someone's go. Pl- I can tell you I've been in situations with, like, where I was asked to uh, testify in Gigi Allen's behalf, and that was uh, kind of weird. Well, how could you defend Gigi Allen? What did he do? Well, this is a thing, and you could, like, Gosh, it's going to take me about 10 minutes to explain this whole well, give me, thing. Give me the abbreviated version here. Okay. Gigi Allen um, cut up a girl, uh, burned her, and... Um, he did what? Oh, he burned her? He cut her up? Yes. with uh, He was uh, cutting her up. Gigi liked to play rough. I would say so. He was a friend of mine, and... Um, all of a sudden, you know, it's like, whoa. I stabbed some girl in the back of the throat, making her deep throat a knife and shit. And uh, He stabbed her in the back of the throat? Yes. Well, That's he what he told her. me. And so what did you say? I said, whoa. And I said, I'm going to step right out from this because I had booked his band and I knew that people like the the femmes and stuff were gonna come after me. And because you're associated with him. Exactly. So did he ever end up going to jail for this or Yeah, he did like a like a year and a half in Lansing. And so how did you you had to testify in court saying, Oh, he's a pretty good guy? He wanted me to testify for him and he wanted me to say basically that the girl and this is true that the girl um, um, was, like, kind of after him. And so she was coming on to him. Exactly. And, and, and that's the girl. Her name is Leslie Morgan, and she was stabbed and, uh, in the back of the mouth and uh, burned on her legs with, like, lighters. But she, she lived through this ordeal? She lived through it, and then um, she wasn't going to press charges against him. Why, why would she press charges? Because it was consensual, like she wanted it? Kind of. I don't know who Gigi's hanging out, where he's meeting these ladies, but uh, that's pretty insane. No, no, I can tell you straight up. I was right there when the first uh, incident happened, and he, I had seen um, Gigi Allen like a week before, and... Um, he was still wearing the same shit on his... Um, well, I don't think the guy ever changed clothes, though, did he? Nope. 
he was still wearing the same G-string. Or else he took it off and put it back on. Yeah, I don't think I'd have been able to hang out with that guy. He must have just smelled awful. He did. (laughs) That's Bob Madigan saying that. That's insane. So, Bob, on the sick and wrong scale, from five to one, like one being not so sick, five being kind of sick, these guys were playing tic-tac-toe on the back of this woman and sexually assaulting her. What are you going to give it? Five. You're going to give it five stars. Because I don't think anybody should do anything to anybody that they don't want to do, and um, it's screwy. I say the same thing. I'm going to give this, since they're playing tic-tac-toe, and it's just a particularly heinous crime, I'm giving it five stars on the sick and wrong scale. Bob, you have a story here. What, what is your story? You're going to give the uh, gist of it here. What gist of what story? <laughs> that story that I that I gave you. Oh man! You remember the story? Yeah. You're, you're not you going to be able it. to do it. No, oh. I'm not going to be able to do it. You you don't even want to give it a try. I don't even want to give it a try. All right, Bob. I'll read the story. I know, like, they had genital... uh, (laughs) Let me just break it down. All right, break the story down for us so we know what it is. Uh, Someone had genital uh, mutilation done. It wasn't like a clitorious thing, but it was a, a piercing... And they were, like, going after their daughter, who was, like, uh, what, 11 years old? 13. 13 13 years old. And they basically um, pierced her and said, you know, you're unclean or something. All right, well, well, let me read a little bit more of a descriptive uh, explanation here of the story. So a girl... This girl's mother forced her to have a genitalia piercing. This happened in Naples, Florida. A 39-year-old woman forcefully had her 13-year-old daughter's genitalia pierced to make it uncomfortable for her to have sex. Uh, The girl, now 16, told jurors Wednesday that her mother asked a tattoo artist friend to shave the girl's head to make her unattractive to boys, and later he held her down for the piercing. Uh, she was trying to protect me, but it hurt me, the girl testified. It not only hurt me physically, but it hurt me mentally. That's physical abuse. I guess the prosecutor said that the mother called on a friend to shave the girl's head and do the piercing after realizing that she had been having sex, including with the mother's boyfriend. So now that's an interesting point. So this girl's 13 years old, and she's having sex with the mother's boyfriend. Well, he's at fault. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, yeah, but like, don't, don't you think the mother's kind of would be kind of upset finding this out? Uh, duh. I would assume so. But do you think? I mean, I don't know. Shaving the head is is just a little bit extreme. That's kind of like. Did you see like uh, in the movie The Magdalene Sisters, where the French girls at the end of it? Um, had their heads shaved and uh, had to walk down the street and have their dresses pulled off of them because hot. because they were ha- having relationships with the Germans. Is this one of your porns? No. Is this and in this is straight up. This is a straight up movie, The Magdalene Sisters? No, not just that, but the, the whole thing. The Magdalene Sisters, I may have the movie messed up, but... <laughs> I'll have to maybe check it out. 
I guess the jurors said that the mother had trouble with her rebellious daughter and that the girl agreed to the piercing to help rebuild her mother's trust. I don't know why the mother would want the kid. I mean, think of these guys got to be white trash. I mean, these people have to be complete white trash in order for the mother to force her kid to have a clip piercing. I don't know. Have you ever have you ever seen a girl with a clip piercing? Do you find that attractive? I'm, yeah, I'm just not into it. Of course, I've seen it. Um, Are you into that well, though? The thing about it is, is like some uh, people uh, get off on the uh, vibration that they're getting from their vibrators when they have that little thing going on. They have the little metal piercing in their clit. They put right. the vibrator in. It's supposed to like enhance sex, but right. you know they say the same thing about the uh, the the uh, Prince Albert, the the piercing through your dick. Well, no, no, I know a guy who had a um, cock piercing, and um, it went right from like near the top of the head straight through the bottom, and he had a bar go through there, and um, he was like, oh. If I have sex for like ten seconds, man, it immediately goes off. So, so that's got that's got to be no fun for the woman. No kidding. I know you're not going to hold out. I didn't it. say that. I didn't. Well, you're the. Whatever. Well, all I'm saying is I wouldn't put anything in my dick. I kind of like it as is. I don't know if I. I, I was holding his hand while he was getting, um, and he's done piercings for me. Not piercings, but uh, tattoos. And I'm holding his hand while he's getting his dick pierced, and I watched it come up like a teepee. Right through the head of his penis? Right through the head of his penis, and I was sitting there going, holy Christ. I think I would have puked. And squeezing, well, I was squeezing his hands, and, you know, it was all like, oh, man, I can't believe you just did that. (laughs) It is rather insane. So the defense attorney here says it wasn't torture or extreme violence. It was, in the young girl's words, to try to save her virginity. That decision was a last-ditch effort. In my client's mind, she had no other options. I don't see how piercing a clit's going to save the girl's virginity. She's already a slut, if you ask me. Man, that's a bad attitude to have. Well, dude, she's 13 years old having sex with her mom's boyfriend. You know what? That's a bad attitude to have. That's all I got to say. I I think that... um, the fact that they uh, made her get pierced is a bad, bad, bad decision. I, You know, I agree with you on that there, Bob. I guess child welfare officials were called after the girl became infected from the piercing. She uh, got infected? Well, yeah. then you know what? Um, the mother deserves Everything to get about it is wrong. So the mother, uh, whose name is being withheld to protect her daughter's identity here, is charged with two counts of aggravated child abuse and faces up to 30 years in prison if convicted. On the sick and wrong scale, you don't force your daughter to have a clip piercing. You don't shave her head. This is just reckless child abuse, in my opinion. But, you know, I mean, the girl's going to live through this. It's not like, uh, I mean, it is emotionally scarring. No, 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 no. Man, if you're 13 years old... And this, you're going through this kind of stuff, man. That's bad, bad news. Well, think about it. When she's thirty, what's going to happen? Thirty. What about thirteen, man? That's well, yeah. the time right now, man. It's By the, the time thirty, years. she will hopefully have been over all of this. Well, so one to five, sick and wrong scale. What are you giving this? I'd give it um, one to five. What? So, so one being not so sick, five being really sick, 
uh, one, two, three, four, five. What, what do you think there, Bob? I think it's really sick, and I, I, I don't agree with it. Child abuse sucks. I think it's disgusting. And, and they're just talking right now about like what uh, the gap people having those 10-year-old uh, children. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about at the gap. All right, I'll tell you. Oh, the sweatshops. The sweatshops. But they're not piercing their clits. No, but they're making them. They're work. like ten years old, and they're like uh, basically they're working Slave sixteen labor. hours a day, and uh, I just think it's totally wrong. And uh, so, so, what do you think? One to five. This story right here. Clint what Pearson story? Firm. No, the the story that I was just talking about. You know, I think Wackerly's a little better at uh, dealing dealing with the uh, the no, stories. No, 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 no. What so, story do you want me to hit a one to five to? And okay. tell me what a five is. All right. So so on the sick and wrong star scale, one, is a, it's not so sick. Five being really sick. Two being, you know, not that sick, but kind of sick. Three being kind of in the middle. Four being pretty sick. Five. You're giving this a five? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to give this one a four. But you know what? We'll have to see what the uh, listening audience has to say about that one. What about the guy? What about the guy that was the uh, football player that um, uh, drowned his dogs and stuff? I've Vic. never heard about. Are you talking about Joe Montana? No, Vic. Oh, Michael Vic. He didn't drown the dogs. He had the dogs fight. But I guess he drowned the dogs if they no, lost. No, he he drowned uh, like two two of them. Hung a couple of them, and he did all kinds of nasty stuff. Well, that stuff. guy gets a five on the sick and wrong scale for sure, I would say. I mean, that's disgusting. Well, well so, you don't even know what he's, I'm talking about. Yeah, no, that Michael Vick was the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, and he had a dogfighting operation in his home. Right. And so the dogs that lost, he would kill by hanging them, or he'd, he'd drown them. Supposedly six dogs. Yeah, actually, Probably I think he had more. Way more than that. No, that guy's a sick fuck in my book. Definitely, I'd give him. A, I'd give him a five star. So, Bob, we, we got to move on here. So, the third story was sent in by two listeners, both female, which just kind of cracks me up that uh, women even listen to the show. But um, you know, you never know. Women can be sick and wrong too. Yeah, they can be. So uh, Elise and Heather sent in this story. Heather says, I've never submitted a story, but I've been listening to the show since the second or third podcast. I hope my submission makes it in. This story is like Interview with a Vampire meets Fatal Attraction. Happy Halloween, guys. Love, Heather. Here's a story for you. And Elise sent the story in uh, the same day. Heather actually sent in MySpace. Elise sent it to the Sick Wrong Podcast at Hotmail address. So get this, Bob. Blood drinker gets 10 years in prison. Woman stabbed her lover with a knife, drank his blood, but the man survived. One of the most bizarre cases in uh, Central Valley criminal history here ended on Tuesday when a woman who drank her lover's blood on Valentine's Day was sentenced to 10 years in prison. You know, I'm surprised that we didn't actually do this story on the show, but um, maybe we missed this one. So, Well, where did it happen? This actually happened in uh, in uh, Central Valley, California. This is a California story. See, here. here goes the difference between if it was in San Francisco and where did you say? <laughs> Central Valley, California. So you know, in the in Fresno, a lot of crazy shit happens there. You don't know why? Because it's so hot. There's no water. Well, here goes the thing, though. Um, 
they should all be getting AIDS tests, and uh, before they play around with that stuff, they should do that. You know, yeah. I agree with you though. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna play around with blood, you should definitely yeah. have an AIDS test. So, yeah, Tiffany, Hep C, um, AIDS. I mean, all of that gonorrhea. Is, yeah, all that stuff. So Tiffany Lachelle Sutton here turned 24 on Friday. She apologized to the court for stabbing her lover with a knife and drinking his blood. She says, I'm sorry for everything. I didn't mean to hurt anybody. But the details of the case weighed against her. Apparently what happened is um, Robert McDaniel, 45 years old, was uh, her lover. She's only 24, so this guy is scoring with kind of a young chick. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind being 45 and hooking up with a 24-year-old. Uh, they were lying in bed naked when Sutton asked McDaniel if he wanted to be tied up, and he consented. He said, all right, that's cool. You know what? I take it back. This uh, ar- this story actually happened in Arizona. I was thinking Central Valley, California, but it actually happened in Arizona. Sutton told police she made McDaniel sign a book promising not to prosecute her for when the sex got crazy. So, Bob, let's say you're hooking up with a girl and she said, right. I want you to sign this piece of paper so you won't prosecute me if the sex gets crazy. Would you continue to have sex with her? Or would that be like the stop sign, the warning sign right there? Red light. It would be a warning sign to me because I'm a pussy. Yeah, have you ever had a chick, though, try to cut you up or whatever? Like get all crazy I, I've been with the there, nails and stuff that, like that? And you know what? Um, like I said, I'll be a pussy. If she says, this is a deal, and then starts this... Um, What's the code word kind of stuff? I'm yeah, just like, like the password. Oh, man, you know what? All I wanted was a blowjob. Fuck you. Yeah, you know, I would probably end up doing the same thing. So she made him sign a statement here saying, You, Robert McDaniel, swear that no wrong will come to me, Tiffany Lachelle Sutton, due to tonight's events. Read the document. You also passed me all your earthly powers, wealth included. Once she had his signature, she pulled out a knife, cut his leg open. McDaniel asked to be untied, but she refused, stabbed him in the back, neck, abdomen, and through the arm. Then she started drinking his blood. McDaniel broke free, ran out of the home, but Sutton followed with a pickaxe, chasing him down the street with a pickaxe. When she calmed down, McDaniel tried to re-enter the house, I don't know why, but uh, Sutton, the girl here, begged him not to call the police. McDaniel then passed out. And a friend found him covered in blood, and he called the police. Officers arrived and found McDaniel wrapped in a blanket and Sutton, the girl, in a backyard shed, wearing only a long sleeve shirt with dried blood around her mouth and on her hands. She's like a vampire. Man, I don't know what to say, but I've been with girls like that. (laughs) (laughs) You've been with a girl that's been like all into the drinking blood? No, I've just been with freaky chicks that get freaky. See, dude, to me, that's a turnoff. If, if I'm with a girl and she's like starts biting my lip or trying to rip open my arm or something like that, I'm just going to be like, you know what? This is it. I don't want to have scars from this sexual liaison here. Right. I agree. You know, I, I guess maybe it's maybe I'm a sex pussy, too. Uh, you know, I don't know. But I just kind of like, you know, I'd rather just have a blowjob and be on my merry way. Right. Exactly. But not it, if anyone's going to bite your dick off, though. No, de- definitely not. So I guess beforehand, the two had smoked meth and had drunk a six-pack of beer and a half a bottle of whiskey. You know, there's got to be meth involved. That makes a lot of sense. Meth makes people crazy. And I so, guess. Well, I don't know. I mean, this girl 
believes she's addicted to methamphetamine. Man, I've been af- uh, afraid of like meth freaks uh, since I moved to San Francisco. There's a lot in California. I know. Oh, I've seen them. And I just kind of like say, oh, that's cool. You know, if you want to go on your, uh, you know, Dawn of the Dead trip, man, go for it. But I don't want to be involved. You know, I've always said that. But that that was the one thing with Rampage Radio. When people come in there from 2 to 8 in the morning, it was like a party. Right. And they'd be up all night, up to like two days later. I can't deal with that. I know. And the meetings were, I mean, <laughs> the meetings. Um, the things <laughs> are always like. It was like uh, strippers, uh, cab drivers, and meth freaks that were listening to us. Well, that's the people that like speed metal. I mean, it makes sense. So uh, the girl here, Sutton, claimed that she also uses heroin, cocaine, LSD, mushrooms, marijuana, and alcohol. But she said she simply got around the wrong people. Um, So the woman ended up being sentenced to 10 years in prison. She broke into tears when she heard the sentence. And a man who identified himself as her father stormed out of the courtroom swearing. So, Bob, do you think she deserves to be in jail for 10 years? I don't think anybody deserves to be in jail for 10 years. Yeah, I but think that we've been up and drank locking blood. up people, and the rest of the world knows it, that we're uh, just totally uh, like we're acting like dictators. I mean, they all know it. Everybody knows it. Yeah, but I'm saying this girl tied this guy up, you know, stabbed him a few times, is drinking his blood. I mean, you don't don't think she deserves to be in jail? Ten years might be a bit harsh, because this was consensual. I mean, the guy was kind of into it. He had to have been a freak himself. I don't know what to tell you about that. That's one uh, incident, but for the most part, a lot of people are getting screwed over. I guess that's true, but this girl, do you think she's a vampire? Um, she's probably uh, on some fucking crazy drug trip or something. Could like, be. Yeah, speed freak or something. So, one to five, sick and wrong scale. One not being so sick, five being kind of sick. What do you give this story? I give it like a two. A two? You don't think it's that gross? Well, three. All right, a three. It's midway. You know what? I'm going to give this... God, she was drinking his blood. She did cut the guy open a few times. Man, I'm going to have to give this a 3.5. Death chicks do that all the time. Goth like gothic girls. chicks. And you know this chick was probably some kind of hot topic wearing like right. gothic leather wear. She probably was totally uh, shaved, had a fucking brunette hairdo. Pierce nipples. Fucking, he was like saying, oh my God, I can't believe what I'm getting. <laughs> you know, I mean, plus this guy's 45 and she's 24. 45, man. Yeah. No, this like, is cool. Oh, my God. Look at the tattoos on her, you know? Exactly. I'm going to give it about a 3.5. But you know what? We invite the listening audience to decide who won episode 94 here, Sick and Wrong. Go to sickandwrongpodcast.com and you can give us a vote. <laughs> You're tuned into Open Grave Radio on the web at opengraveradio.com. Well, uh, Bob, we're nearing the end of the show. Okay. I kind of want to wrap it up here and uh, get through a couple of these emails that people sent in. So a while ago, we did a story about a British guy who um, urinated on a disabled woman as she lay dying in the street. So I guess this woman keeled over. She was dying in the streets. Dude, instead of helping her, he went over and peed on her and then covered her in shaving cream. 
Well, that guy was just sentenced to three years in prison, and uh, and this happened in England. He he he's covered her in shaving cream while she was dying. She was dying. <laughs> he, wow. he, he pissed on her, and then he her pissed on cream. her. Oh, jeez, I don't know what to say about that. I, I I'm I'm gonna say, man. Dude, you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. And, you know, I think that's fair. The guy's pretty disgusting. Man, but that we had is three bad. people send that in. Coach Bennett, Alva, and a guy named G sent this Man, in. It's just a follow-up to one of our stories. I would never piss on someone in, like, a wheelchair that was... I would be saying, hey, man... How can I help you get to where you got to go, man? Yeah, but if she was dying, I'd probably end up if just calling If she's dying, I'd call like just knock over her fucking... <laughs> well, this guy got three years, and, you know, I mean, I guess... He, I always de- he used, deserves it, man. Yeah, I think he deserves it, too. But, you know, what's interesting is I read some story in the U.S. This guy got in a fight with his girlfriend. He grabbed her puppy, tossed it off a 10th floor balcony... He got three years for killing the puppy. Yeah, I, I've heard stories like that. And, like, I've heard people, like, tell me, you know, um, we're, we were talking about Miss, uh, what's the name of the guy, uh, Vic? Michael Vic, the uh, quarterback here with the dogs. Man, anybody that fucks with animals, here goes the deal. Here goes why it's wrong, way wrong. It's because they have no... They can't, like, uh, object and say, hey, man, I'm being treated wrong. The animals can't? Animals can't. And um, they're, like, being thrown in the middle of the street and used for bait for uh, uh, pit bull fights and stuff. And that's all very wrong. And, you know, I almost want to cry when I hear animals being uh fucking treated like that personally i think this guy deserves to rot in prison it's disgusting i mean this woman was a disabled lady she didn't need that and the and the who throws a puppy off a balcony that guy's a sick fuck moving on here we had another guy send us a video here called um this guy named matt he's a australian listener sent in many uh stories to us he's in a video called uh puke girls and uh, Bob, we watched that earlier. It's that one girl with a with a strap on dildo puking on the other girl. What, what do you what do you think of this puking porno? Do you find it hot? I think it's cool. I think you should continue doing it, dude. I think that um um yeah. I, I mean, don't know what to say. I think it's cool. Well, all I gotta say is when you're when you're looking for porn, like let's say you put you don't use the you internet. don't look for puke porn, but but do you have maybe any puke some, porn? I've got a bunch of schizo videos. Yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying, Bob. Let's say you're, you know, you want to go jerk off, and no, you put in a porn. I don't would have you put any... in a puke porn. I don't find it that hot. I find it interesting. Believe me, especially interesting that someone can puke on command like that. I don't know how you do it. It's a process. It is a process. So what do you think of that other video? He says this puke porn is sicker than the uh, two girls, one cup video that someone sent in. I showed you that one where the two girls took a shit in the cup, puked on the cup, and started eating it. I think, well, I've drunk and puke before and um, never ate shit, shit, so I don't really know. Have you ever met a girl, though, that was into the shit thing, though? Nope. You know, and that's another warning light for me. As soon as the girl says, you know, I want to cut you up or I want you to shit in my mouth, I'm out. I'm out. I'm just not into it. I'm sorry. 
just does not turn me on. Bob, are you okay there? You look like you're about to pass out. I'm not going to pass out. I was having the hiccups. Okay, all right. I noticed you took a pretty big swig there. I was just making sure you're all right. I'm okay. Well, that about does it here for episode 94, Sick and Wrong. Bob, I'd like to thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, It's always a pleasure having you here on the show. I hope uh, you guys listen in. And uh, also, people, if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, go check out uh, Fluff Girl playing with the Mentors and the Woe Mentors on Saturday, November 10th over at Annie's Social Club. I'm definitely going to be there. Hopefully, Bob will be wearing his meat panties. We'll be back next week with episode 95, and thank God Wackerly will be in the studio because I don't know if I could handle this again. Well, I'd like to wish everybody out there a happy Halloween and uh, have fun stealing candy from little children and egging your neighbor's cars. That's what I always used to do on Halloween. We're going to end the show with a catchy tune from Fluff Girl called Lumpin' Prawl Mama. I think I said that correctly. Uh, People, you can find out more about Fluff Girl from a link on our website to their MySpace page. I don't know if they have a website, but we'll have a link to the MySpace page on our site, stickaroundpodcast.com. We'll be back next week. Until then, take it sleazy.
Hi, this is Bob Madigan, and you're living, ah, listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and Ron. Yes, you're listening to Sick and Ron, and this is Bob Madigan, and uh, I hope you're still going to listen later on, dude.